So here's today's transformational truth. You were created on purpose with purpose. Welcome to the Transformational Truth Podcast, where we're committed to eliminating the obstacles that take the joy out of life and leadership. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Transformational Truth. So I'm excited about today's topic. I'm excited to talk to you about today's transformational truth because it's something that I genuinely feel called to help people with and help people discover, and that is your own unique God-given purpose. You know, the scripture says in Proverbs that uh, many are the purposes of a man's heart, and a man of understanding will draw them out. I truly believe that God raises up people and leaders to help others identify and step into their God-given purpose. Listen, you were created with purpose. So here's today's transformational truth. You were created on purpose with purpose. Absolutely true. You were created on purpose with purpose. You were not an accident. You are not wandering, wandering aimlessly through the earth. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10 says it this way, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that you and I would walk in them. You are absolutely created on purpose with a purpose. But sometimes I think the challenge is not always knowing that we have a purpose. Gen generally speaking, we know that. We know that there's something more inside of us. It, it, sometimes it nags at our heart. Sometimes it's just this, it, it feels like there's something emerging from within. It's the process of discovering what that purpose is that can feel mysterious. And if we're going to be really honest about it, a little bit intimidating. I mean, we find ourselves asking, what are those good works that God prepared beforehand for me to accomplish? And when it comes to discerning purpose, we're not talking about discerning between good and bad. I think what makes it sometimes feel so challenging is that we're trying to discern between good and good. Because let me let you in a little bit of a secret. Okay, listen, one of the reasons we have a hard time discerning our purpose is because we're looking for one thing. The truth is, is while you might have one dominant gifting and, and one very unique and dominant calling, uh, the truth of the matter is that you probably have multiple streams of purpose, right? You have multiple expressions of purpose, and that's why sometimes we have such a hard time nailing that thing down uh, when we're trying to figure out what is that one thing. Listen, if you find yourself asking questions like these, don't feel bad. The truth is you're not alone. There's millions of people just like you asking the same exact questions. But here's the truth. Purpose is very much discoverable. Absolutely. And please don't confuse success with purpose because it's possible to be successful and miserable. It's possible to wake up every single day and go to a job that pays you well but leaves you empty because it's not connected to your God-ordained purpose. Life is too short and far too precious for you to spend the rest of your life trying to pursue a career when you could be fulfilling your purpose. And while there's no sure way to, or there's no surefire guaranteed formula, rather, to identify the purpose for which you were created, I have discovered that God leaves us clues. Absolutely. I think this is God's gift to us. In fact, let me tell you something. Purpose is God's gift to you. 
by discovering your purpose, walking in your purpose, and fulfilling your purpose, oh my goodness, it brings you this incredible, overwhelming sense of fulfillment. This is what God created me to do, and I'm, I'm living in that, and I'm fulfilling my purpose from a sense of acceptance. Listen to me. You're not pursuing purpose to be accepted. You're already accepted in the beloved, according to Scripture. If you're a believer, you've placed your faith in Jesus, you're already accepted. So you're not fulfilling purpose to get acceptance. You're fulfilling your purpose from acceptance. And in order to uncover, I think, these clues that, God's, that God leaves us to discover our purpose, we've got to ask ourselves the right questions. Here's what I want to do. I want to explore some questions that may lead you to the clues that are going to help you uncover your God-given purpose. So let's get started. Here's the first question I ask everybody who's trying to discover their purpose. What would you do with your life if you knew that you could not fail? This is not a new question. This question has been around for a long time. I'm not the first person to use the question for the record. I think the first time I ever heard this question was in a, in a Jim Collins leadership book. I've heard it and read it many times, but I want you to think about that question from a spiritual perspective. What would you do with your life if you knew you could not fail? Okay, it's the first question I ask people who are struggling to discover their purpose, because oftentimes it is the fear of failure that becomes the greatest obstacle that keeps us from walking in our God-given purpose. We, you know, like, what if I fail? Uh, what if I leave my job and the business that, that I want to start falls through? What do I do then? What if the church I want to plant doesn't grow? What if the degree program that I feel called to is, is too difficult for me and I'm not able to, to graduate? The questions may vary, but the source is all the same. It comes back to a fear of failure. In fact, when it comes to the pursuit of your purpose, the most devastating thing that could happen is not failure. The most devastating thing that could happen is to become successful at the wrong thing. So that's question number one. What would I do with my life if I knew I could not fail? Question number two, what in life bothers you the most? Did you know that oftentimes the reason something bothers you is because your purpose in life is to help fix that problem? In fact, you walking in your purpose is an answer to a problem. That's right. You. You using your gift and your God-given talent, walking in your purpose becomes the answer to a problem. Uh, in the Bible, it bothered Nehemiah that the wall around Jerusalem was broken down. Okay, Why? Because repairing that wall was a part of his purpose. The Bible says it bothered Moses that the nation of Israel was in Egyptian captivity. Why? Because it was Moses' purpose to lead them to freedom. It bothered Jesus' disciples that a crowd of 5,000 who came to hear Jesus teach were hungry and that there was nothing to eat. Do you know why? Jesus used this moment to teach his disciples that the reason it bothered them was because he was going to work through them to fix that problem. So let me ask you again, what bothers you? Is it Sex trafficking, is it addiction, is it homelessness? What about biblical illiteracy, not being able to rightly divide the word that personal that bothers me? Is it a lack of leadership in our culture or watching young couples struggle in their marriage? Maybe it's, maybe it's empty seats in church that bother you or people not knowing how to handle their money. The reason it bothers you may very well be because God created you to fix it. So what in life bothers you the most? Question Number three, what would you do with your life if you knew that your family would support your dream? This is a big one for a lot of people. Listen, I've talked to men and women alike who knew what they were passionate about but could not muster the courage to pursue it 
because they did not feel like they had the support of their family. Let me take it a step further. I have sat and talked to college students, incredibly gifted, talented students who felt trapped because they were pursuing a degree that their parents wanted them to have rather than what they felt passionate about. And sometimes we dismiss our true God-given purpose because we don't believe we would have the support of the people closest to us to truly pursue it. And at this point in the discovery process, here's what I want you to do. I want you to imagine receiving the full support of the most important people of your life. I just want you to imagine it, okay? Even if you don't think they're going to give it to you, just stop right now and imagine your spouse or your parents or your, your siblings or whomever, the most important people in your life, imagine them giving you all of their support. What does it look like? What does it feel like? What would you do with your life if you knew that your family would unconditionally support your dream? Question number four, what would I do with my life if I knew that I would not have to face the pain of dealing with my past? Oh, goodness. Sometimes the most intimidating obstacle standing between us and our purpose is our fear of having to deal with the pain of our past. We often want to pursue our purpose, but we don't want to have to dig through the baggage of yesterday to do it. And if that's you, I want you to listen to me very, very closely. As long as your fear of the process is greater than your frustration with your progress, you'll never fulfill your purpose. What's the good news? You're not alone. God will give you what you need to overcome your past so that you can walk in your purpose. You do not have to do this alone. Jesus is living on the inside of you, believer. And if you're not a believer, if, you've put, if you haven't put your faith in Jesus yet, you can do that. You can do that today. Deuteronomy chapter 31 of verse 6 says it this way, Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid. For the Lord your God, He is the one who goes with you. He will never leave you and He will never forsake you. God will give you the strength you need to go backwards and heal so that you can move forwards and win. Question number five. How have the struggles you've endured impacted your life? You know what I've discovered? Purpose is often born out of adversity. Purpose is often born out of adversity. What has God brought you from? Because when you answer that question, what has God brought you from? It's often a clue as to what God is calling you to. All right, so don't avoid thinking about where you've come from. That could be a primary clue that's going to lead you to discovering your God-ordained purpose. I want you to think about it. Okay, Jesus took Peter from catching fish to being a fisher of men. Jesus took the Apostle Paul from persecuting the church to building the church. Uh, Joseph was sold as a slave and betrayed by his brothers, but he was carried away to a nation that he would eventually lead. So how has what you've been through impacted your life? Because what God's brought you through is often what God has created and called you to. Wow. Question number six, what in life are you naturally passionate about? Okay, what do you spend your time thinking about? What do you spend your time daydreaming about? What, what do you spend your time talking to the people around you about or reading about or watching? Or, or what's the stuff you spend your time listening to? Because your passion is a clue that's going to help lead you to your purpose. Okay, your passions and your interests were oftentimes put there by God himself, especially after putting your faith in Jesus. The Bible says he's given you a new heart and he's given you righteous desires in your heart, desires that you can trust. 
And this is oftentimes the means by which God is pointing you towards your purpose. Okay, often say it this way. Your gifts plus your passion equal your purpose. Let's look at the last question, question number seven. What would you do with your life if you knew that money wasn't an issue? Hmm. Sometimes we allow limited resources to put limits on our purpose. You know what I believe? I believe that if it's God's will, it's God's bill. Okay, let me say that again. I believe that if it's God's will, it's God's bill. God does not need what you don't have in order to fulfill His plan for your life. It has been my observation that a lot of people sacrifice their purpose by putting the wrong priority on money and resources. Because, watch this, in the pursuit of money, either the presence of it or the lack of it, we will oftentimes make decisions about our purpose that are detrimental. Okay. In fact, uh, the Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 10, uh, some people craving money have wandered away from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. Listen, there is absolutely nothing wrong with making money or, or having it, for goodness sakes. Just make sure that money doesn't have you. Okay. One of the worst mistakes people make is choosing to pursue a paycheck rather than pursuing their purpose. Listen to me, that's backwards. If you pursue your purpose the paycheck will eventually pursue you. So never, ever allow what you don't have now to prevent you from becoming who you will be later. Don't let your provision or the appearance of a lack of provision determine your direction. Okay, the scripture is very clear under this new covenant that you and I live under. Part of living in this, this, this new covenant and following Jesus is being led of the Spirit. The Bible says those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are children of God. So don't let money make your decisions for you. Let the Holy Spirit direct and order your path. Do not allow what you don't have now to prevent you from becoming who you will be later. Listen, as you begin the process of discovering your purpose, remember to lean into your Heavenly Father. James chapter 1 and verse 5 says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. Okay. Remember, if you've discovered your purpose and you find that it's something you can accomplish without God's help, then you have not discovered your purpose yet. Because when you discover your God-given purpose, one of the first things you discover is that you cannot do it without him. Here's today's transformational truth. You were created on purpose with a purpose. Listen, if transformational truths uh, has been helpful to you, do me a favor. Go over to Apple iTunes and rate the show. Write me a quick review. I want to help you restore the joy to your life and your leadership. Until next time.